0: All right, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Utahime cosplay.
1: All right, so let's get started. We have a lost episode, just to let y'all know. Y'all never hear it. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was a great lost episode. So, but
0: I know. I kind of wish that they could hear it and we could retrieve it from the uh, the space, the Intuib, yeah. wherever it ended up.
1: And the I don't know what happens to, maybe you might end up somewhere I don't know, but don't <laughs> but okay, so let's start off with Spider Man, cause I have to tell you, best Spider Man ever.
0: That is what I'm hearing, and I am really pumped. Um, I know we we discussed this in our Lost podcast where we were kind of raiding uh, the spider man uh, So I am hearing that people are very, very, very happy with Tom Holland. And that makes me happy because, um, you know, just seeing videos of his epic, epicness uh, just, like, around his house, just, like, flipping and doing parkour stuff. And I'm like, oh, this guy is, like, legit Spider-Man. I was hoping, um, you know, that, you know, he would... You know, do the role justice, and it seems like he has. Um, I have yet to see it, but I, I gotta try to get to the theater as soon as possible. Somewhere in the midst of con craziness. <laughs>
1: it, it it passed my expectations. I don't wow. say that very often. I mean, most Marvel is like. I mean, I love all Marvel, but I don't know. I would say this is probably my number two in terms of Marvel movies, but. I, I love Avengers because it was such a, you know, bringing heroes together. It was like never before seen when it first, sure. first came, first happened. It was like, what? Really? There's going to be an Avengers movie. Um, and, it
0: yeah. was- and it's a powerhouse cast too. So I think a lot of people um, when it came out were just um, ecstatic because it was just so many um, talented actors who really um, portrayed the roles. Uh, very well, and um, we talked about this. I was I was already rooting for this movie because I am a Iron Man fan, Team Iron Man. Woo! Uh, sorry, Team Cap. But uh, yeah, I was I I love the fact that he was um, an integral part of this, you know, film, and so I was from what I hear is that, you know, of course, you know, he didn't disappoint Robert Downey Jr., of course, <laughs> killed it. But um, I, you know, I'm really glad to hear that um, Tom Holland carried the movie himself as well. So that's, that's awesome. Because I kind of just, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go because I mean, Robert Downey Jr. can do no wrong in my book, but uh, as Iron Man, but you know, now it has me really curious about this guy. So I, I'm gonna have to check it out for sure.
1: Yeah, there's a lot more Robert Dolly Jr. than I thought there was going to be, really. Like, uh, he's a, 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 how do you say, a part of the plot. There you go. More than I thought. I thought he was just going to show up. Oh. like, yeah. Uh, you know, just show up, say hi, bye. But there was a lot more than that. Oh, wow, okay. It's a great movie, though. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I thought the first Spider-Man was the my favorite because it was like, you know, the first Spider-Man with uh, Toby Maguire. Yeah. And you know him getting bit by the spider, but this one is, it's different, but it's a good different. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's what we needed and he his he plays it perfectly. The story is great. They 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 have a lot of stuff that just went well together. And it was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. It was like two and a half hours or two hours and 20 minutes.
0: Okay. So it was pretty solid as far as the plot was concerned, I'm assuming.
1: And it wasn't like Spider-Man, the first one, there's like boring parts. I like to right. see. Right. Um, kind of just like talking or like just not not real action or anything. But even the, 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 the kind of in-between parts... They are great because it's like a plot. Like, how is he, you know, and it's funny. And you can't say that about the first Spider Man. It wasn't funny. It wasn't a funny Spider Man.
0: It was, it was very, um, real. Like, you know, it's, um, I think that they, you know, they tried to bring some grit to the first one. Um, and also, too, just, I mean, um, they focus again. I think we talked about this is that, um, my opinion was that at least, like, Yeah, Of course, I haven't seen the new one, so my opinion may change, Uh, but at the time, you know, of all the Spider-Man, because people often compare the um, the different actors, and I felt like Tobey Maguire was really great as Peter Parker. I'm not sure how I felt about him as Spider-Man exactly, but um, I felt like he really, you know, as far as just, like, who I, you know, like, the type of person Peter Parker is, I I felt like he really connected with that. And so um, it's going to be interesting. That's why I thought it was going to be interesting to see Tom Holland as as, you know, Peter Parker and then also to as Spider-Man, because I already saw his physical abilities are way, way up there compared to most actors. Um, so we know that what he can do um, as far as action is concerned. I was just curious as far as, you know, I, I'm not familiar with any of his previous roles. So I was really curious to see him, um, you know, as Peter Parker and, you know, see how, um, you know, his spin on the character. So uh, at least from what you're giving me and what my friends have told me thus far, uh, it's definitely going to be one I have a feeling I'm going to really enjoy. And it might actually make my top as well, I'm sure, It's at least from the sound of it. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. Uh, it's so much. Oh, I can't believe that. Like, you know. When they do it right, they do it right, and when they do it like, I and it was done right. Um, I think reviews even say that as well. Critics.
0: Well, they had to. They had to keep it Woman. I mean, Wonder Woman was uh, DC gave them a run for their money, so I think that they had to have one that, uh, you know, d- d- you know, where everything kind of meshed well, and the actors worked well together, and the action scenes were top notch because. I mean, Wonder Woman. You know, they they really brought it. Um, so I think that that's good that Marvel's like, you know, it's they're they're up in their ante a little bit trying to trying to you know catch up <laughs> mm-hmm. to what uh, was done as far as just uh, um, the awesomeness that was Wonder Woman, in my opinion. So that's that's good to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's comedic. That's what I like about it because you know, Wonder Woman's great, but it wasn't it wasn't as comedic as i would say the new spider-man is because i mean robert dolly jr like as iron man he's hilarious like i can't everything he says is just like i have to listen to him and then you know and he's helping this kid out and everything And tom holland my gosh he plays spider-man very well it's a different type of spider-man just like jokers all the jokers there's different types of jokers
0: sure yeah um
1: but I felt like this Spider-Man's much better choice for the overall series because Got it. you can't be too serious. It's, it's you know, you know that's like you know I have to protect Brooklyn after or was he from not Brooklyn? I forget where I forget the sections of New York. But the
0: was, they, um, was it the Bronx? Oh God! Oh Lord! Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like abort mission. A board mission? No, just well, just because of the fact that I'm actually like now I'm blanking and I'm like I thought it was the Bronx. No, I could be wrong. Captain
1: from Brooklyn, right? Bronx?
0: Yeah. Well, either way, forgive us fans of the of the Spider Verse. Um, every now and again, I get a little rusty, but uh, but yeah. well, they use New York. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, New York, and it was like, you know, and it it's different. I mean, uh. I guess there's no spoilers because it's in the trailers. Um, his suit is not—he's not—he's not like the first Spider-Man. He, his suit is actually built from—is—is is a built suit. It's—it's uh, it's like technology, you know. He's technology to be Spider-Man. I mean, like he has all these flipping things, which I don't understand how he got that kind of like power. I guess I don't know. Um, there's a lot of—you got to be careful. You got to watch this because there's a lot of Easter eggs in this. Lots of, lots of references as well, which I thought was great. Um, oh, interesting. And if if you you recognize them, you'd be like, oh, I know that reference. And then you know, just keep an open mind. You know, it's like, oh, what's happening? Who's this? You know, the characters, they're they're very jumbled. But oh, Spider-Man, great movie. Got you have to watch. It's the most epic oh Spider-Man gosh. ever.
0: No, now now I, I'm like, I, that's kind of, that's a must
1: must but yeah Spider-Man but then I, Iron Man is just such a great I mean Robert Dollar Jr. does that role so well so
0: I mean you know he, he really has made a connection with the character and you know and it's you know, you, when you think about anybody else playing the character and you hear about the other actors who, you know, tried to audition for the role, you're you just like, no, that no one else fits that role as much <laughs> as Robert Downey Jr. does and um, really brings it to life. You know, it's, it's interesting because you know, we, we, you know, even when I'm, I'm watching for me and I know that a lot of people may be like, Oh no, I see Robert Downey Jr. I don't see Robert Downey Jr. In my head, like he's Iron Man. Like when I see him, like, I don't think, Oh, you know, afterwards, you know, when I discuss him, like not what we're doing right now, but Iron when Man. I am watching Avengers or, you know, I'm sure I'm going to be watching the, the Spider-Man homecoming soon. I i am sure without a doubt, every time he hits the screen I'm like Iron Man like Tony Stark what's up you know Stark Enterprises so you know yeah I know it's it, he's he's so good at what he does that balance of kind of that snarky um kind of cockiness that he kind of brings to the character but then at the same time like he's still you know trying to make a difference and he's you know he you know it, it, there's so many layers to it and I, I I that's what I enjoy about it you know because of the fact that you know you, every time you think you have Tony Stark figured out you know, it's another layer added to you know, added to him. So, you know, I like that a lot. I really do.
1: Tony yeah, yeah. I don't see him as you know, I say Robert Dolly Junior, but that's just to be correct. I see him as Tony Stark. I'm like if I saw him on the street I'd be like, Tony Stark what's up? (laughs) You know, I wouldn't say Robert Dolly Junior. I would be I
0: know, I know. Like in my in my head that's just, you know, who I um Instantly. Like, I mean, of course, you know, if I saw, probably saw him, you know, apparently, you know, my friends have seen him in Venice because I think he has a house over there somewhere. But, you know, it's, it's Robin Downey Jr. But at least around the time that a movie gets released, we're all calling him Tony. That's just, that's just going to
1: happen. <laughs> yeah, Tony Stark. I love, I love, I don't know. I just love the Iron Man. He plays, he's funny, which, you know, it's it's something that I guess is like, new and yeah. corporate i mean like most heroes aren't really funny but you know now they you if, know
0: if it's his character if it's his character you know um you know the way that um i think even that's why he's so well received with the fans you know um you know being this you know this guy who has it all and who is a genius and you know it's you know it's a little bit of that I think that sarcasm I, well I, I'm a I'm a sucker for dry humor and um, sarcasm so um, instantly when you know when he hit the screen when I saw him and you know Iron Man I was just like oh yeah like <laughs> like all the way you know but um, you know that's just because that's like the I grew up watching like Seinfeld and Frasier so that sense of humor is just, it resonates with me. So it's, it's it, but I think across the board, people love him. He's so funny.
1: Mm-hmm. So so it's, oh, it was, I think it's my favorite Marvel movie so far. Yeah, yeah, I would have yep. to say that. I mean, I like Doctor Strange, but he was a different, he was just different. That's what I liked about him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I people didn't. Ex- I didn't expect a Doctor Strange movie. I really didn't. I didn't think they would include him, because you know, there's a few of them you could just kind of swish away and never explain why they're never in the in the Avengers or in the Marvel universe. Perfect. I would like to see how they're going to incorporate. I guess like other heroes, because like I don't know how, you know, there's Daredevil. And they're all in the same universe like if you haven't noticed it's just all the same place all the same stories just intertwined and you're like trying to it's like trying to unjouble them of like a yarn a ball of yarn it's just like (laughs) "Oh, oh this connects to that that connects to here it's interesting
0: it is um i i do appreciate the fact that they're doing that um currently uh on the cw and you know they're like they're trying to make sure that the storylines you know like they have you know the different characters kind of on different episodes of the other show and you know i like how they're trying to make sure that there is that like you said that ball, ball, ball of yarn that's like you know slowly it's like being unraveled but it all is connected at the end so um i you know i do like that i appreciate that they're doing that um to try to stay true to the comic books and also to um the fans who are watching it, you know, really, we're paying attention to it. So um, I think they know that, you know, that the viewers are smart, and, you know, they want to see their favorite characters portrayed in the right way, and the storyline to make sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) They grew up, you know, reading the comics, you know, so, um, you know, I either that's, that's what I'm, you know, I'm like, Okay, I see what they're trying to do here.
1: (laughs) And also must stay till the end of the credits.
0: Okay. Well, usually I think um, someone had a meme that uh, it was really funny. I think it had Idris Elba, and it was like a, a facial expression where he just kind of like, you know, it's like for the people who get up at the once the credits start rolling, you kind of give that side glance like, you idiots, what are you doing? Sit down. Like you, you're about to miss the, you're about to miss it. You know, <laughs> the preview. <laughs> the preview for the next thing that's coming up, guys. But I do feel like that. I never – now I've gotten so worried that I'm going to miss something and extra endings. And then, you know, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to sit down. There's no place I have to be, you know, or at least that can wait because I need to know if there's going to be something that hints to the next movie coming out. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's just my paranoia now because once they started doing that – you know, and, uh, I'm like, yeah, alternate endings and whatnot. I'm like, no, I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting in the seat until basically it's a black screen. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: And I did like wonder woman. I was expecting, a, you know, an end scene thing. Then there was none. And then I was just like, what do I have to wait again? How much longer do I have to wait? I was like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, I it too, they're they, they kind of trying to do it a little bit different. Um, you know, DC's kind of trying to do their own thing. Um, but, uh, I would have loved to see, like, something hinting at the next, like, I'm like, oh, Wonder Woman, I'm already anticipating, I'm like, can we just skip Justice League, have Wonder Woman part two, like, more, uh, you know, and, you know, like, I'm like, I, I need more of her in her role, just, you know, kicking butt, like, I, I, I need more of the storyline, so, uh yeah i'm <laughs> like yeah. i would love that but you know i understand that you know they're kind of they're trying to uh keep us all uh wanting more so
1: you know what's interesting i found out that the reason why they didn't do that was because they weren't sure they were going to make another wonder woman really. uh, this, this was was an experiment for them they were seeing if this would be a hit i guess that's why they didn't make a end an trailer um, and then you know i think a, Today or something yesterday, they, there's news that Wonder Woman 2 is going to be uh, set in the Cold War. Um, that's so that's like 40 or 30 years after Wonder Woman the first one. Just yeah. to get like a an idea of where what, like what has she been doing for a hundred years? You know, <laughs> where has she been? And and that's kind of where it is. Um, awesome. So it'll be interesting to see how they're going to incorporate that. I mean, Justice League is gonna be out twenty eighteen. I mean, I'm excited for Avatar, not the Av Last Airbender. That was a terrible movie. (laughs) Terrible.
0: I was about to say, wait, hold on. Even though I really hope that those were just rumors about M Night Shyamalan trying to do a a a part two, I'm like, no. And you better not try to touch Legend of Korra, or I'm gonna have to like find you, and sit you down.
1: Wait, it was M Night Shyamalan. Like
0: we're gonna. Script page by page. No, it's not, not happening. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh. So,
0: M. Night, so, i that was a trigger.
1: The Last Airbender, I don't remember that. He did that one,
0: yeah. yes, he did that one, and it was Terrible. obviously you dis- like everyone else did because it is. I mean, you have I have it basically, at its core an amazing story, just pl- like you could do so much with it and he does what he did and destroyed it. So I don't know how that's possible when you have so much meat <laughs> such a great strong storyline but you know it happened and we we move on moved on past it but when I heard and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm hoping that those were just rumors which they probably were. Um, you know, the whole like part two may be happening. No, there does, doesn't need to be a part two, a part three, nothing. There needs to be like, we need to just bury that. Pretend that that never happened. No, listen,
1: on. of course you bury it, but then you reboot it and say, Hey, I'm not Shyamalan. not doing this. It. Michael Bay or whoever could make it better. Cause you know, I'm not Shyamalan just to give him his credit. He has great movies. But he has these huge, huge misses. I think he just like this is what I think. I don't know <laughs> if this is true, but I feel like he like writes here, like he thinks of like what he's doing. And he's already doing the movie. He thinks too fast, you know. He like starts the movie process, and then once he's like ninety percent of the way through, he learns it's garbage, and then he doesn't check it and say, hey, "Well, let's redo the whole thing." He's just like, "Well, let's just release it. See what happens." <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, yeah, no, I, I want to, you know, say that it's not like I hate all of his films because, you know, I liked, of course, Sixth Sense and um, and Signs was amazing. At least I, I really enjoyed Signs. Did you see um, his newest ones? So he has good films. Uh, I mean, there's others that were horrible, like The Village and obviously, you know, um, Last Airbender. But, you know, just as far as that's concerned, I think that that's not his element. So he has to stay within his what whatever like whatever his strengths are he needs to play to that last airbender should never have been given to him just hands down um it needed another someone i don't know i don't even know i'm like maybe a christopher nolan i'm, I'm not sure it just needed another director Um uh, even the screenwriting, we um, acting. It, oh my
1: gosh, the acting!
0: That, the, the actors all like Ugh. most of them were not cast properly, and I think across the board people were upset. Like, um, some of the so. roles were just not proper, and they didn't
1: act like the characters. I was like, did you not like? I don't. I, you know, I have an issue when material is basically written for you. You don't have to come up with the story. The story is written. The only thing you have to do is make it into a motion picture. That is your only job. You're just incorporating. You take ideas, you put them together, and you make a movie. It's it's not like you're coming up with a complicated story like imagination. You know, like Avatar, the actual Avatar. You know, the the, the one uh, the 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 one with the blue people. I don't remember what they're called. <laughs> but,
0: well, we talk- we're talking about James Cameron. Yeah, so James you're Cameron. saying that you're waiting for um, the Avatar not the last (laughs) airbender part two we don't want that we're talking about we're talking about james cameron and what he's working on which is taking a while because obviously that is a large undertaking in itself you you know you know how crazy he
1: is he broke uh i believe he broke a underwater record uh for submarine dive he didn't even know it but he broke a record um he he's been the he's he's just went to the bottom of the sea The lowest point that everyone's ever been by himself, Um, and he's—he's so crazy. He's going out with Avatar, number two, three, and four, and five, and like, like they're not—they're like nine months apart from each other. Like that's how he's gonna do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'm—I'm—I was a fan of the movie. Um, There's a few people who weren't uh, fans of it. Um, You know, some some friends didn't care for it because they just said it was like another version of Pocahontas, but with blue people, blue aliens, which I I can see the parallel. But I still think that it was still really well done. And and also, too, I'm a fan. Obviously, like, you know, I, I cosplay Gamora. I'm a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Zoe Saldana is also, too, an actress that um, I I love her. She's awesome, and she she does action and sci-fi roles so well. She did Lieutenant O'Hara, she did Gamora, and then she, of course, you know, she's also, too, in Avatar. Um, I even loved her in Colombiana, which some people haven't even seen that movie, and she's, like, epic and, like, tossing people twice her size, which is probably unrealistic, but, you know, just girl power all the way um and you know I just um you know I I love a lot of the different projects she's a part of so I'm really really excited that they brought on the original cast and um you know I'm sure there's gonna be some new faces as well um but yeah no that's gonna be a really really cool I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of uh new cosplays (laughs) that take place um after the movie is released just like all but I mean pretty much this is just like Cosplay heaven right now because we got Spider Man Homecoming, we got Justice League, you know, we got so many Black Panthers going to be coming out, which I'm super excited about because my birthday is literally. Uh, the next day or like actually I think it, the movie comes out the next day after my birthday, so I'm really excited That's gonna be an exciting week. So yeah, it's we're gonna all like cosplayers are gonna have a ball I'm so excited. I'm sure we're gonna continue to change our cosplay plans like whatever we plan for the year It's probably gonna change like every two seconds each movie that comes out
1: My gosh, but yeah I don't know. I, I think Avatar, should, Avatar the last airbender should be done again Um, maybe by someone else, but, you know, I have issues with like, I was like, wow, that's such a bad movie, you should never do that again. Then I was like, well, maybe someone else should do it because you messed up really bad. And I don't
0: think... I think people need, I think the fans, because if you think about how many Avatar The Last Airbender fans there are and Legend of Korra fans, we all deserve, we deserve some films. Like, even if they decided to go you know, in a totally different direction and actually do like something like Legend of Korra versus doing um, Last Airbender and maybe going back and trying to, you know, redo that. Um, Either way, I think that they, you know, you have whoever is up next has a blank canvas because it was so poorly made that, you know, really the next person, people are going to be like, please, just anything that's a little bit better but hopefully, I mean, you know, whoever would take on that project, um, hopefully they would want to really focus on the script and and also to make sure that the casting is done right. And I think that um, you, without those two, you know, it's just it, yeah, it's going to be the same thing all over again. Um, so fingers crossed. I mean, you know, hey, you know, not every you know like every you know not every film that has been made. Like you know, there were some people. I mean, obviously like. X-Men, the first movies, weren't perfect. Um, but you keep trying and trying again and, like, improving each time and, like, taking feedback and making it better. Um, so I'm hoping that that's what they do. They took the feedback from the fans and somebody somewhere down the road will redo it.
1: Legend of Korra, I feel like, would be easier because it's more modern day, I guess, because
0: it was... It's like that in the... I mean, you know, it's a really interesting... Um, time era like it's, it's like the 20s but it's mixed with a little bit of like that kind of old school it's it, you know it's, it's you know it's old school but new school like you know you have all these different elements to it I think the costuming for it would be amazing like I would just want to see what they would do as far as the, the wardrobe for I- each character because I feel like somebody would have a costumer would have a field day um, because I know, as cosplayers, we do. We love it, and I'm sure that them recreating this series, they could probably um, kind of make it, uh, you know, give it that Hollywood flair that they usually do, where they kind of, you know, they up the, you know, up the quality and make it, you know, even more shiny and new um, while staying true to the character. So it would be interesting for sure. You would be a great chorus. Uh, <laughs> thank you I would be the first in line to be like okay who do I need to talk to uh, let's make this happen um let me hit up my martial arts instructor and let's have him train me for like however many months and let's do this <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, it's such a great uh kind of uh a... yeah it's it's a great role like, it's,
0: thank it's... you for saying that thank you <laughs>
1: well it's like it's like a you know it's very Korra is very great I think that's like I didn't expect when that first came out you know I was like I just saw The Last Airbender but now I gotta watch Korra like you know I was kind of torn because I was so attached to those characters uh, but then you know I found out like oh this is a great story um, I liked it because it was such modern day or like you know it kind of you know I like seeing time pass you know, like, new technologies, everyone can do metal bending, um, new societies, kind of, like, all the things that have changed because of of Aang and other people.
0: Even the pro, I thought it was interesting having pro bending, um, which th- that whole concept is so interesting. Um, you know, it's like their version of, like, the Super Bowl, pretty much. It's, I, I thought that that was genius, and... Um, you know, at first I, I must admit, when I first started watching it, and my friends will tell you in a minute. They're like, "You were talking about Cora so bad," and it's funny because that's who I cosplay most of the time. Um, but I, to be honest with you, it Cora had to grow on me because I was so attached to. First of all, I'm like Water Tribe. I'm Aquarius. Hey, what's up? Um, I love Water Tribe. Uh, I love everything about you know, like this their history within the like. Avatar the last airbender and like I love Katara she was my girl um so I think that because I had grown so attached to Katara kind of having this new airbender and new avatar in general because I you come to love Aang and you know and Toph and Sokka and Katara so much that now these are all new characters and you gotta you know you're like ah this what? like they're older now, like this is weird, you know, you're kind of trying to become acclimated to the new script, but then also too, Cora uh, is so different from the other avatars, you know, she has that kind of, that arrogant attitude where, you know, she's like, she's kind of a know-it-all, she's kind of, you know, she's a little, you know, just hard-headed and stubborn, and, um, you know, you kind of, at first, you know, I don't, I don't think I instantly made a connection with her. But then I think as the, the series progressed, you really see that um, human side to her where, you know, she's not perfect. And I think that because of the fact that they portray her as being so like put together and like, oh, she can do anything. Like the only thing she can't do is airbend, um, which, you know, I, you know, it was that part was interesting. But I just think that it was all of her flaws that people could relate to the different struggles and dealing with your own, you know, inner demons and conquering those and becoming stronger. Um, I think that that was something that that's why people love Legend of Korra. And sometimes it's that, that age old debate, which, which series is the best series. And you'll have people go back and forth about this all the time. And, um, you know, and I think that it's just, you know, it's, you know, you can see why, because of the fact that, you know, people who even some people actually I've, I've heard of a few people who accidentally saw Legend of Korra before Avatar The Last Airbender. So, of course, they're going to choose <laughs> choose that one. But I just think that, it's, you know, it's, it was just the um, her backstory. I'm a sucker for, you know, a strong backstory and um, just her relationship with the other characters and their friendship and even their love triangle. All of that stuff, it's like stuff that people can relate to, I think, especially if you're, um, you know, as you get older, um, you know, when you look back on the series and, you know, um, and I think because they were older in general, you know, uh, in that particular, you know, part of the series, Legend of Korra versus the young kids who are trying to like save the world. It's like it's a contrast. So I think, of course, that's why, you know, you have that. You know, where you have the people who are L.O.K. fans versus, you know, Avatar, The Last Airbender. So, well,
1: well whatever's next, you don't know, maybe there's a new Korra, I don't know, maybe, maybe new Avatar again. Because, you know, with Avatar, you know, I feel like I get, like, I get, a, like, 20 whatever episodes, and then it's gone, and then I'm like, what, you know? and then they come up with another series of like oh yeah i gotta watch it because it's about what happens afterwards so i have to watch it and i feel like this formula is working so well for them just give me another one just give me a third avatar i don't know or continue the story
0: yeah you never know i mean that would be really interesting i mean they kind of left it open and um i think that that you know um gives way to a lot and um there was a new series that was you know a comic book series that um was being um released um based off of like what happens afterwards and so who knows maybe somebody will use that and kind of create a new show you never know <laughs> yeah yeah opportunities to do i didn't things. expect
1: the legend of Korra at all i thought it was game over i thought it was a good resolution to the series. And this came around a lot of people were salty how do you say it?
0: Yes. yeah oh yeah and i was one of them and then i it, it was interesting because then it changed there was a certain point and you know that's totally changed for me mm-hmm. the saltiness
1: takes a couple episodes that's what i always yeah say.
0: it takes it takes a little while because homegirl she's a little hard to swallow originally um yeah,
1: I but didn't like her at all in the beginning i was like really you're gonna you're so yeah. snobby and like she's overconfident like that's that's like a, a trait I do not like. Like you can be confident, but like don't be like, I know everything, I understand the world. You don't. So it's just like to me, like, oh my god.
0: But isn't but isn't that that's why the beauty of the writing, isn't that how it is in real life? Like those people, you know, that you run across and you're just like, Oh man, like they just think they're God's gift to everybody. But you know, also too that you know they are dealing with their own insecurities or different things that they've struggled with, and that's their way of hiding that weak those weaknesses from the world. And I think that that's kind of what they wanted to you know to show when you look at Cora and um, that that complexity. And so I think that that's what I've come to realize. And you know when when I was watching the show and I was like, oh, I see, I see what I see why we instantly don't like her. I see what they're doing here. Yeah, and, yeah. um, and then you kind of look within yourself and even if it's not yourself, or maybe it's like, you know, similar situations. And, you know, even if it's like each individual, cause some people identify with Mako, some people are Asami, some people are like, I'm oh, so like no joke, bro. <laughs> so Bolin. And you know, so it, that's, that's the cool part is that I think everybody sees certain, um characteristics and each character that they identify with and um that's what they did so well which is amazing because it was like a nickelodeon show and i'm like how did they it's just like when i was telling you that i love absolutely love um, gargoyles because of that same reason like it almost being ahead of its time and you know it's just you know it's it's things that as a kid you know you don't even sometimes fully appreciate you sort of understand but then when you get older it's like you can rewatch it and it's still as good if not better because you understand what's going on and I feel like that's what's happening with all of us like we rewatch it as we get older and we just fall in love with the series all over again but in a different way
1: mm-hmm. uh, I yeah. yeah I mean it takes it takes it's an art to make me dislike a character, hate a character. you know most characters I have no attachment like you could like just they don't matter like they, it's not like i know them but you know she's she, the uh, legend of Korra is that one of those that grows on you you know Cora really grows on you uh, mm-hmm. you know and then you learn like she's just really insecure she doesn't understand you know she's ignorant or like whatever and then you find out oh she's very smart she's this and that and then you find out all about her friends and then her being an avatar and like she can't airbend and that was a big deal in the beginning and then she becomes a pro bender and then it's just like a whole like her journey was interesting yeah for sure yeah
0: i felt like but I think that it becomes a film and um i definitely uh want to audition for that one uh <laughs> directors hit me up <laughs> yeah yeah that's
1: great that's great great i don't know i don't know there's nothing like that Legend of Korra is such a great or, I mean all both of the avatars are great like I can't pick between those two I really can't just in my mind it's like they're set in different times you know you're comparing you know apples to oranges I mean like they're they're very different even though they're the same universe yeah. it's like uh, you can't really compare them you know Aang was set in this time you know he had to go through this struggle she is after him you know How do you lead after the greatest leader that's ever lived or the greatest avatar ever
0: lived? And I think that that's the thing is that, you know, um, there's many of many people who feel that way. You know, you have that even some people I've heard that conversation, you know, some people whose brother ends up going and like becoming the professional football player or or whatever. And it's, you know, and they're like they, you know, they get straight A's. And it's like, how do I compare to that person, to my brother who's so awesome or whoever you know in your life you know it's that's relatable it really is it's like you know that person that you know it's like you you come up after that and you have to try to prove and you know it's almost like you know just that pressure it weighs on you and like and I when watching it I felt heavy like I felt like I was carrying the <laughs> I'm just like oh all the all the different kingdoms oh the weight of having to make sure that you are, you know, making sh- you know, you're basically fulfilling your duties as an avatar. Um, but at the same time, having a normal life. I mean, this is also to a young woman who, you know, is also to found herself falling in love, you know, and, you know, all these different these other things added to it. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's definitely complicated. It's, you know, and I, that's what I think um, is so cool about the way that they wrote both, um, series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised at some Delodium. of the best lines. Yeah. Oh my gosh, some of the best quotes. I still use those quotes, especially from Iroh. Like man, he he had the best quotes I've ever. I don't remember. I don't really don't remember. What would you say? No, just um, I mean, just so many different. Like I mean, right now at the top of my head, I can't even. There's so many to choose from that it's just. He he's just such an awesome character. He just spits wisdom. It's just that one that one person in your family, uh, you know, that uncle that just, you know, is like, let me tell you, son. Like let me let me just educate you. He was, you know, I just love that whole element. Is that you know, um, you know, even in the spirit world, uh, in Legend of Korra, he was still spitting knowledge. And I'm just like, this guy can do no wrong in my book. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I think you know it's even i i'd even like the the characters that here and he he kind of brought some truth um as well um when he was speaking to cora but um i think one of my yeah for example i'm using one that i like i totally forgot about but um for iroh he said it's, he was talking to, um, I believe, I want to say he was talking to um, Zuko, and he's like, it's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big question, who are you and what do you want? And just like little things like that. And it's just like, yeah, like who, what do I want? Like who, like, you know, it's like you have to start thinking, like it's, it would be stuff that's like so deep. I, I, I would totally miss that if I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look at Saka being stupid. You know, it's like you're not paying attention to all of those details. And it's like the certain quotes that just stick with you. Yeah, that wisdom. He,
1: so wisdom. he just that drops, wisdom. drops knowledge of, like, how to live. Or, like, you know. I remember that. Now I, now that you think of it, I'm like, oh, oh there was so many of those. Like, it wasn't just him, you know, being silly.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was funny too. Like that was the thing is that, um, you know, um, just like how we were talking about Robert Downey Jr.'s character having that kind of sarcastic wit, um, he was definitely witty. He definitely had his moments that were really funny, um, but also too, um, he wasn't just a crazy uncle or, you know, just you know, kind of a silly uncle. He actually um, was trying to lead his his nephew uh, on the right path, and that's that that I think. Was what I found so cool about, you know, because it's like almost like bad guys that you sympathize with, because they're the Fire Nation. Everybody hates the Fire Nation, and um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's like they're the bad guys, but yet those two characters, um, they kind of broke the mold. You know, they were trying to, they were on their own path, and Zuko had his own struggle, but the uncle was trying to lead his nephew on the right path, and and I, I thought that was really cool. So. But we can go on forever, but there's, yeah, there's, oh my gosh, I can go on talking about both of those series forever.
1: But yeah, I was, uh, what else was there? Oh yeah, there's, like, Netflix just came out with another animated series, and it blew my hair out of my water.
0: I'm hoping it's what you're going to say, or at <laughs> least what I want you to say. Please.
1: Okay, <laughs> it's called Castle ben- Yes! it's oh played, my god i, I played the yes. video game and i dude. back in the day i was like oh wait this looks so familiar like i was like oh this is, this is the story oh dude i did not make that connection at all till like the yes. third episode well the, the third episode did you have you seen it is it
0: i have seen it that's why i'm so excited <laughs> that's why you heard me say dude Yes. Um, I, I saw it, um, you know, I was also too, I had heard of the, um, I didn't get a chance to play the video games growing up, um, you know, and, but I, I knew people who had it and I heard of it. Um, but, um, and I already like was interested, um, because of the fact that, you know, I mean, I love, I love stories dealing with like vampires, werewolves, you know, kind of the supernatural stuff. Um, you know, um, I was a fan of Supernatural back in the day, so you know it's it's all these you know thing elements that already like were like tantalizing, and then like when I realized I was like, oh, this is from the the video game. Okay, let's see what this is about. And actually, um, you know, um, yeah, I just I watched it. It was like, and I was I I was upset that it was just four episodes. I'm like, are you kidding me? Four episodes? That's it? Like, no, no, no. Like, even though it's 45 minutes, a little bit longer than your average like. It's uh, yeah, it was too short for me cuz it was so so good. I, I, oh my gosh. Little... Trevor Belmont is the dude. Oh, Trevor uh, Belmont uh, is everything. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. Let's 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 take let's dissect this first, okay, cuz I want I want to know what you think first and I can go, but I I played the video game, so I knew okay. the storyline. I know what's going to kind of happen, but you know, oh my gosh four episodes are you serious i've never seen this done before like it's like they're 25 minutes i think like a piece so
0: oh i think the first you're right the first one was 45 i'm sorry
1: yeah there's something like that i think it was maybe the first one was 33 or 35 and then the all the rest were 20 25 22 um it really that was the only thing that really disappointed me i was you know you know what happened to me i was like oh well, great i get to watch a whole series you know for three hours while I, before i go to sleep nope it ended in <laughs> an hour like my life was just over and it was so interesting because i was like i don't remember any of this like like this all looks like it was like oh, this is all familiar but it makes no sense and I was like and oh. it's
0: also to the way that it was written it's almost um the way that it was written was very similar to that of like, you know, if you're going through a video game, almost like as if you're moving through, like, you know, if you were to walk up to like, okay, we're going to investigate um, what's going on in this town. Let's go up to the Baker and ask questions question. You know, it was kind of like, it was interesting the way that they wrote it because it was very similar to like, as if you were, you know, kind of going through this, this video game story, but yet, you know, at the same time, it wasn't, you know, it was weird, but maybe that's just because also to, When you're a gamer, you kind of make that connection because maybe someone else may not have like kind of had that. And I don't know if you experienced that as well, but it was because it was so spot on to like the way that they um, they wanted to keep it kind of true to the storyline of the video game. I kind of felt that even in the way that they paced it. And, uh, you know, I thought that was interesting because I haven't seen that like necessarily before. So I thought
1: that was cool. It was, you know, it was based off. This the the, 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 way, the, the way they started, is from the third game, I believe, um, if I remember correctly. Don't, don't, don't quote me. I know probably nobody's a Castle because that that's was such a small community. In terms, yeah, for of, sure. Like, like the video games because it was, they were great video games. Like, they did great, but they were. They were for a certain type of people, you know. People.
0: Yeah, are... they weren't for ever, like not that many people that I knew had that game, you know. Um, but I, the people who were fans were hardcore fans. So.
1: Yeah, and you know when I saw it, I was like.